right now it's young gravy it's good brother my man how are you how are we doing man what's good i'm i'm spectacular where are you in minnesota i'm in minneapolis yes i got an apartment out here so i'm uh actually just moved in i got a nice little uh balcony view right now is that home base for you permanent is that is that home Kind of. My mom lives out here. Uh, I'm I'm in LA a lot of the time, but yeah, I'm uh, I got a spot here in Minneapolis as well. You know, What's it feel like when you go back now? What's it feel like when you go back now? I'm just my Wi-Fi. What's up? Can you hear me? Yeah, I'm good now. What's it feel like when you go back home now? Uh, man, I love it out here. It's people are very, uh, it's real humble. People are more chill here overall. Uh, I get recognized a lot here because people are like, oh, yeah. like everyone knows, like, oh, he's, he's from here or whatever. But it's, it's a good time. I like it out here. Do you, because uh, I want to get into the, 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 the conversation, but I'm curious since you're home. Do you remember the first time you were recognized going home? Oh, dude, yo, the, the first time I ever got recognized, I ended up shooting a video with these guys, a Mr. Clean music video, but I was at a party, and, and these fellows were like, like, I was talking to some dudes, and they're like, oh, yo, so, so I didn't show my face for the first, like, two years of my uh, rap rapping career, and then uh, I was talking to someone at a party, and this guy was like, yo, you're young gravy, aren't you? Like, he, he recognized just the voice and how I was talking. And then we ended up shooting the video for Mr. Clean with, with the same dude. But, yeah, that was the first time I got recognized was Madison, Wisconsin. I was on party. They recognized my voice. Were you st- were you shocked? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Dude, yeah, just the voice. And, like, I mean, he was, like, a huge fan. So he knew, like, all, like, that we should have talked about and whatnot. But still, I was impressed. So, so, so you, 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 your fans know who I am. I, I own a liquor company. I own all sorts of brands, Bel Air, Bamboo, McQueen, Vion, my past brands, Ace of Spades, to uh, say, um, I get to interview lots and lots and lots and lots of people. And I like hearing the upcoming side, how they got there. Not so much the success side, because if you're, if I'm interviewing you, that's the easy part. Yeah, but fact, fact I ask true. everybody, Gravy, the same thing to start. What is what what does self made mean to you? Shit, self made. I don't think it's self made. I instantly think of like Rick Ross, man. You you, you got self made, locked in with with uh, Ricky right there. Uh, what do you think? Self made. Uh, shit. I um. I guess the fact that like. I don't know, self-made. I, I I was I was still living with my mom and and paying off the college loans when I was coming up. I said nothing self-made. It was like just kind of uh, I never spent any money on on the come up. It was like using what I had, so SoundCloud and all that. When I think self-made, it's just like using what you got. And, did, did 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 when did it click for you that you wanted to do music? Honestly, dude, like I I, I never really pictured music being involved with what I was plotting on or whatever. I I, I want to say I was like twenty something. I'm twenty five now. I started rapping like five years ago, and it was just like all of a sudden I I was in business shit. But I, I honestly I thought that my voice. I thought about rapping, and I thought, I was like, you know what? My voice is way too 
way too like lame to fucking be a rapper. And then I realized after people like, I think one girl was like, yo, you got a crazy cool voice or some shit. And I was like, I didn't realize that I actually had a low voice. I thought that my shit was just like some average, like, I was like, my shit's too white to be a rapper too. Like, I don't know. But, but, but I think there was a few little things like that. And I was like, oh, I'm from Minnesota. No rappers from Minnesota. So there's a lot of things where I was like, oh, rap is never going to be it. Um, and then I was like, you know what? Like, I watched Lil Yachty blow up, and I had some mutual friends with him, and I was like, all right, well, he got it. So I did that. It is, when, that. Were you putting music out while you were in college? Is that the yeah. first time? Yeah. I was a sophomore in college when I started rapping. Were you just then, were you just fucking around and said I want to um, I'm just gonna put something I wrote out and see what happens? Yeah, yeah, I was fucking around, but I wasn't like the second I put a song out, it was like like I I wasn't gonna start it and just fuck around, you know. I was like, oh, I'm gonna put music out, but once I put a song out, it was like, all right, like I'm gonna actually get it. Like I wasn't about to just put a song out and uh, see if what happened. It was like I'm gonna be a rapper. What, what, it was Karen the first song? Yeah, Karen. Karen. What was the reaction? Uh, man, it takes a while. It was like, like that song is super fucking loved now, but it was like, it took a while to be like, people would hear it and be like, yeah, this is mad different and cool or whatever, but it was, it took a while for um, it to like blow up. You know, it was, I would say there was like a solid, I remember there was a moment where, my song uh, Continental Breakfast hit 100,000 listens, and that for me was like, holy shit, 100,000. And that was probably like, man, I want to say that was like a year, over a year into my like having made music. Like, I had been spending hella time on the shit for a year, and I hit 100,000, and I was like, holy shit. And then now, I mean, my shit gets a couple hundred thousand a day. So it's just crazy to think like, Every artist, I want to say every artist probably spends so much time getting to that point, and then once you hit it, it's like it's, it's there's know. a there's a saying. It happens in business. It happens in everything, right? There's a tipping point. You yeah. know, all of a sudden things start going. With 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 Continental Breakfast as an example, did you start looking to see where the hell the listeners were? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I um, I want to say like, dude, like. To begin with, it was, I mean, it's it's through SoundCloud and it's the internet, so it was all over the place. But I want to say that, like, dude, within, like, the first six months, I think my biggest fan base at one point was, like, Lithuania. It was some random-ass spot like that. <laughs> and then it ended up becoming, like, more and more and more uh, American uh, listeners. And now, I mean, my biggest fan base is now are probably the South and uh, the Midwest. But, uh... Yeah, man, Lithuania was the spot at one point. Uh, have you been there yet? Never. Never been to Lithuania. Have I don't you... even know. I, I, I'm going to Russia in uh, March for a show. It's probably pleasant. I'll, I'll be to Lithuania. So when, when I saw you, when we were at, when you were at Summerfest at Ross's house, uh, I saw you talking to, uh, to Russ. And I remember interviewing yeah. Russ and... And he, he, again, for him, it was SoundCloud. He'd put the music out and he'd be like, well, where are the, where are my fans? Where are my fans? And what he did was he just traced his fans. He's like, my fans are in Oregon. I'm going to Oregon. 
I'm going to Oregon. I'm going to go play in Oregon. I'm going to build off them. My fans are in the Middle East. I'm going to the Middle East. I'm going to go play for that's them. Fire. He'd build that's around good. them, which I think is genius because that's good. That's good marketing. That's like, you know, you can't please everybody. You got to go where your fans are. Russ is a Oregon ass artist. I, I, uh, one of the first shows I ever did was in me. So I made multiple songs with baby no money. Who's now fucking huge. And, and we worked together on a ton of shit, but uh the first time i ever met him we'd been like boys on soundcloud for a year or more but i flew out to vancouver and we drove down from vancouver to la and we did like random house shows the whole way and i remember like or it was seattle oregon all these spots and like they went off they went crazy do you remember your first show stand my, up sing for people to perform yeah, yeah yeah my first show ever was in winona minnesota and it was uh <laughs> it was a frat at this little ass college and uh the speakers weren't loud enough to like like what i was lucky to like not do any shows or anything until i was already relatively well known so it was like it was like a couple hundred people and like people were really hyped on it so it was, it was at the point where the speakers weren't loud enough because the crowd was so hyped that i like people couldn't hear it so i had to just like scream my shit but that they was knew, like, but did they know who you were? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Surprisingly, they did. They did. I mean, I'm sure a lot of it was just like, oh, there's a rapper from this state that's here, and they were all excited. But yeah, it was, it was kind of wild to see that. Um, my first show. Who was your first collab with? Oh, shit, my first collab would have been this rapper named Houdini from uh, Atlanta. I think he's locked up now, but I, I want to say who, who was the like first big collab would be um, Little Baby. I think Little yeah. Baby. How, now, yeah. how did how did he was big at the time? Correct. He's bigger than me. He wasn't nearly as big as he is now. But like when I when I collabed with Little Baby, he was like uh, he had like a couple so like I think Sold Out Dates was out. Like he was he was he was up, but he wasn't like. Uh, how did how did that come together? How does that come together? I was I was at a studio in Atlanta with um, Quality Control, and uh, I want to say I was working with I want to say I was working with like um, I was I was street exec, so I was with like the Two Chains crew and um, Coach K and everybody. Yep, and and uh, little baby and Yachty and people were at the studio, and he just happened to walk in the room that I was in and um I don't know I just dapped him up met him and shit and it was it was a he was a chill ass dude but then the engineer was like no 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 hold up baby listen to this and he played he played him uh, a couple songs of mine and baby just instantly like hopped out love like yeah he was fucking with it so so uh he showed him like three or four songs and baby was like into it and then he just like sat down and we kicked it for a while and then uh alley oop i had the beat like in my computer and i just i was like oh this is the one if we're gonna make something so i pulled it up and yeah man that should happen real quick like we, we were in the studio for probably like i want to say like five or six hours max and made that so song. so gravy when you decided music what did your mom say like i i'm i'm not gonna do marketing i'm not gonna do business i want to go i want to go focus on music what does family say to something like that so, so when I started rapping, I, I told the only people that, that knew about it were my two roommates because I, I think my main thing, I don't even, if, if I had to like say why, 
I don't know. It just felt right. I I didn't want to like force it on anybody. You, you know, like there's the kids that are like, oh, go listen to my mixtape or whatever. Go here's my SoundCloud link. Like if if you got someone at your high school that's hitting you up about going to their SoundCloud link, it's not really the you know that's 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 not the look. So so when I started making music, only my two roommates knew about it, and I was like, all. I don't want to tell somebody I want my friends to find out from the internet and then realize it's me or some shit. So I, so I basically for like a year, I didn't tell my mom, I didn't tell anybody I was making music, uh, putting it out. And then, um, my mom finally heard about it probably a, a full year after I started making music. She probably heard about it because of, I think one of my friends was like, I think one of my friends played it. Like, like, like I was in, in my college town. She was back home. One of my friends played it in the car with her, and she was like, "This is kind of cool." And he was like, "Yeah, it's your son." It, it was something like that. It was, it was like a some, some wild shit like that. Do you do you remember the, for example, the first radio play you heard? Whether it's just in the car, all of a sudden your song's on. Oh, my first, dude, my, my first uh, radio play that I heard. It was, it was whatever the huge one is in LA, K-Rock. K- K- it was K-Rock. Yep. My song was playing on there, and my friend was like, yo, your song's on K-Rock. He texted me that, and I was like, what the fuck is that? Like, I thought he was talking about, I thought he was at a club or some shit. I was like, what are you talking about? Like, I don't know. I remember we, we, we conversed for a while, and he finally called me. He was like, yo, like, your song's playing on the radio. But I, I thought he was talking about some other shit. So, yeah, it was K-Rock in LA. Do do you think to yourself it, that that this it's happened relatively quick for you? Uh, or no, does it I, feel? I, say, I was gonna I say, wanna, does, does it feel yeah. more? Uh, you want it to happen faster. You want more, but it's just that's the normal struggle. If you know what I mean. I want to say like. Um, People see artists blow up like out of nowhere because of like little things and kind of expect that that's the way it is. But but I honestly, like I mentioned earlier, I was probably making music for a year before I saw 100,000 streams on a song. So like for me, I think I was making music for a year and a half probably before something happened like, like grinding at it type shit like, like yep. every day doing something yeah and then that much time went by and then finally something really hit i think i think my song got put in like a bleacher report video or something something like that and and all of a sudden like that started popping off and i watched everything just go up but it's it's things like that where like with the internet if if some someone catches it and loves it this that the fucking does it like so you know i i when we we had for everyone listening we had a party down in georgia at, at promised land which is rick ross's estate to this god giant 200 acre estate used to be holyfield's house ross was there russ was Beautiful. there currency was there we had every we had tons of people there and i would say more people were excited to see you than anybody else you thought so oh god yes yeah, no, that, like, that that was uh, all that. Is but uh, to me, you know, if, if it's my brand and someone's like, "Oh shit, I know that brand," I still get I, it's awesome. It's a great freaking feeling. Does it feel still feel cool as shit that that people are excited or they want to talk to you or they want to do something with you? Honestly, like all it, it 
every once in a while it'll really hit. Like like I'll get annoyed by it or whatever. I'll be like I've been traveling a lot the last month. Like I remember I was at the airport a bunch of times and like trying to just mind my own business and people coming up to me and I was just like over it. But then actually last night I went to uh Isaiah Rashad show uh in Minneapolis and right as I'm about to walk out, this girl came up and it was like trembling like crying like so hyped to meet me and it was like i don't know it was so cute i it, it was really uh it was one of the moments where i was like damn this shit actually is fucking lit like she like was fucking bawling and i was like holy shit like this is actually a big deal oh i i love it 1.4 million fans on instagram what do you think they have in common 1.4 uh if they fuck with me they Shit, man, they're uh, they're woke in some way because I feel like a lot of people will like will see like this ignorant sort of music. I don't know, just like old hip hop heads or like fuck, I don't know, more square folks will will kind of see this like ignorant rap ignoramus of a human being named Young Gravy, and they'll see it and kind of get mad in some way or like. I don't know. When people really show love and they like get the music and shit, it's like I don't know. You you get it. It's it's kind of a woke, uh, carefree type type people. And and I've noticed that at shows too, like meet and greets, especially like wild people. Where and where do you think that inspiration comes from? Where do you think? Where did you get your your sound, your music? Who do you think you're pulling from? Shit, uh, I loved, I mean, like, just music as a whole. What kind of inspired me to really get into it was, like, a lot of, like, like, growing up, I was really into, like, Nirvana and, like, the more, like, edgy rock shit. And then, but I, I, I didn't listen to that as much as, like, I'm a big soul, soul music kid and, like, funk and all that. So musically, I think I got inspired by a lot of, like, Marvin Gaye, like Prince type energy, but then uh, personality-wise, I would say like a like a grunge hype. I was a skater kid, so like that that type of music has always been my my shit. Um, to me, and again, I look at everything from a uh, I don't want to say business, but you gotta find you gotta be different. If you're going to compete with, you know, a label and you're not on a label, what? how are you different? If you're going to compete with a huge artist, how are you going to get out there? But to me, listening to you, the voice and the beat and the sound, it's all different. So to me, that's the, that's the, that's the positive side because you don't have to be like anybody else. Do you feel that? I think that's the number one thing is, like, people will ask me for tips on how to, like, sort of do well in the music industry and my every time it's just don't do what everyone else is doing because a lot of people will try to copy the trends and shit try to make some playboard playboard cardi ass music and i think that if you just i mean what i did was basically i just took what i loved about soul and what i loved about hip-hop and i kind of made my own style of sampling shit and kind of being more ignorant than most artists were being at the time, I guess still. Um, and just if you like, I I have a very specific style of shit that I fuck with, so I kind of like just 
made my own sort of brand and style and all that. So I, I think going off of, I don't know, just, just being yourself. Who it sounds who, mad corny, but like just doing. No, no. And that specifically to me, your own thing. Yeah. And for me in, in my world, my, my biggest failure is when I'm not listening to, I'm not following my instincts. My biggest success is when I'm following exactly my instincts of what I think I should be doing. Um, and it's, it's hard. It's hard in the beginning. Who, who, give me, give me two people in who's, who've been there for you, who you want to shout out two people that have been there, supported you day one. Shit. Uh, shout out Englewood, who was my first, like, he was already a relatively popping producer. He's from uh, Madison. We went to college together. And I would, like, see him. I knew of him, and I would, like, act like I didn't. And then, like, I'd run into him places, and then, like, I slowly eased into, like, yo, we should, like, make – we should fucking link up or whatever. And then it, he ended up becoming my DJ and produced a bunch of my shit. Uh, good ass DJ. Shout out Englewood. And, uh, you know, shout out Tip as well, my my – current DJ who slay shit uh, Minnesota legend that I always admired when I was young and I finessed his ass and he's my DJ now so give me two or three people that you'd love to collab with per perfect perfect scenarios for you so so my dream collabs honestly were like Juicy J and Lil Wayne and then I managed both of them. <laughs> you're done <laughs> I got those so so going Beyond that, uh, shit, I, I put with Tyler a lot, Tyler the Creator. I think someday we'll end up doing something. Uh, Mac DeMarco would be beautiful to collab with. And, and I, I thought it wouldn't be possible to make like a, a Mac DeMarco slash hip hop song, but me and uh, Y2K made something not long ago that is perfectly in that, in that balance. So, so. Back to Margo, if you're listening, we'll make and, it happen. And with Wayne, who I love, um, he said the same thing as you, and he's been doing it forever. Is Jesus stop copying me? You know, find your own sound. So how does how does that hook up between you and him? Uh, shit, man. I've I, I feel like I've always been so inspired by everything Lil Wayne has done, and and it's like there's so many artists you can watch that like sort of did take his swag and move it into some other little lane and blow up off of it. But for me, it's just like the, the personality and the, 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 he's just so like, I don't know. I've always admired how this dude is like so savage, but sort of also, uh, I don't know wholesome wholesome and savage at the same time and which do, do you do with some i don't know if you experienced it but wayne is a workaholic he'll, he'll live in the studio that's it do, yeah. do, do people like that inspire you to to go harder you know what i mean so so wayne specifically i remember when i sent him um oops i oops had been out but i we were doing a remix and i sent him the um instrumental he sent back his verse within like 24 hours. Like, like if someone <laughs> sends me a feature, that is going to like, it's going to sit in my laptop. It's going to sit wherever it is for a long time before I get to it. I'm just, I don't know. I'm just like, I was so impressed with how quick he came back. So yeah, workaholic, big time. 
Uh, I mean, I was impressed that what a guy, and, and and he's been killing it since fucking 2005 or some shit. Yep. So like, yeah, I was. So are you? Uh, 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 did you talk to Keed while you're down in Georgia? Briefly, briefly. Yeah, did you yeah, do yeah, a yeah. song with him? I I have a song. I, all right, I've already revealed it now. I, I have a song of Lil Keith from a while ago that has been sitting, and then we hadn't we hadn't kicked it in like a year, and then uh, yeah, I saw him at at, at the fucking event. Uh, it's a banger. I'll I'll talk to you right after this. But, yeah, I, but, I uh, love Keith. We've done a lot of stuff with him. Did you did you talk to Currency? No, I, I got there after. Dude, I, Currency is one of my favorite rappers of all time, and and. I remember, like, I was, I forgot what I, oh, I wanted to get a damn sandwich from Chiba Hut, and I was stalling on the, 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 the team, and we came late because of my need for a sandwich, and that's why we missed Currency. You haven't hooked up with Currency? I've never. I've talked oh. to him briefly on, like, DMs. I've never met him in person. No, I'll, 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 after this, I'll hook you up. He's, one, he's great. Two, his style is is just awesome. I love his style. I love the he's, way he moves. I would say he's one of my, as a rap, rapper wise, he's one of my biggest inspirations for sure. Like, and, and his, he's so prophetic. Like his amount of music he puts out is insane. And he's, again, it's another great example of somebody who doesn't care about anybody, but, but what he's doing and it's his moves. Um, what's, so what's, what's the plan? What's next? You got new music coming? You, I think you're going on tour. We're on tour for a, a fat while. I'm. I'm. Let me think. I think it's like October. I'm going on tour in like two weeks, and gonna be on tour. Um, I want to say so. So it's like I'm going on tour in two weeks. To, on tour for a month and a half, and then um, have like a month off, and then and then it's like another three months after that. Like who are you going on tour with? You yours truly, just oh, your boy. Love it. Yeah, I, I got uh, my, my DJ and I, and we have, um, in January, I have a few shows with Dylan Francis, but it's mostly all just, just me. That's awesome. Is this Badly. your first, is, is, will this, is this your first time, just you? Uh, no, honestly, it's probably like my, I've had openers, like I've brought the homies with, but I've, I've never, I've, I've always headlined. I've never done a show where I didn't headline, which has been cool. D does I'm curious on this one. You did you finish college? I did. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, so, so I was a triple major. I was doing marketing, finance, and Spanish, and Spanish because uh, dude, at my school it was mad easy. I I came in I had like two credits because of high school, but but I was all three of them, and then um, I started blowing up as a rapper, and I I graduated early with only marketing uh so I, I graduated in three and a half years with only marketing because i got signed and popped off and did, did, did college help you i would say like like the classes and shit like it's kind of cliche to say it. the classes and shit are like whatever like it was pretty cool but i i definitely think just being around like hella smart people and doing all that shit and like meeting folks every day was was very influential how about just how, how about just the college experience and from the perspective of what people are listening to 
what what influences them, what they like, what they don't like. You know what I mean? Because you're yeah. to me, you're seeing it. You're seeing a different side. McLean, there I you go. That. Love it. Thank um, you. Mm-hmm. It's delicious. Um, so went to University of Wisconsin, Madison with the Badgers. Uh, amazing place. I actually just did a show there this past Saturday with me and Justin McCartney. It was fucking beautiful. And I hadn't been back in like three years, so it was great to be there. Uh, man, I don't know. Just just having a ton of people, it's it's kind of like you just take a, like, like with a nice college like that, you kind of combine all these people that are just like I don't know. It was just all these folks that are from around the Midwest and Chicago kids and shit, but people that are sort of in the same mind state, but very, you know, just, I felt dumb around them because there's so many smart ass kids. And it was dope to see that because it was humbling. But at the same time, I thought I learned a lot of shit from all these people. And that was kind of my business uh, where I started doing business shit. Like where I started actually caring about it. Um, did, did, did the did the the focus marketing finance is that have you have you been able to use any of that with respect to your business side of music? I definitely use the marketing shit. I mean the the finance shit. Obviously, I just do that on my own. I, I'm a big like investor kid. Uh, I, I actually was in I was in um, angel investing before music. Nice. That was kind of what I was going into. So I was going to be like. Uh, I worked at an accelerator and all that. So I like that was kind of my plan. I was about to open it. Actually, it was in the, it was for Atlanta. I was going to open a new office for our uh small business business accelerator in um Atlanta, which is based in in Milwaukee. But um obviously I I picked the You picked the better lane. You picked the more fun life. lane. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but no, man, I, I love, I love all that shit. I still invest in hello. I, I got at least like 10 small companies I'm in, I'm fucking with right now. Um, good for you. You're, you're bought, you're, as Rick Ross says, you're bossing out big time. Good for you. Yeah. Facts. Um, Rich forever, boss forever. You know what I mean? Exactly. Anything you want to ask me? Man, uh, Actually, I was—I meant to ask you, McQueen and the Violet Fog. Where'd the name come from? I uh, music. I it came to me. Uh, I'm looking at the bottle right now. It came to me. The I wanted it to. I wanted an old school rock and roll band, like thing in some. Huge fan of uh, of. I'm old, so Steve McQueen. I don't know if you know who he is. Of course, I know Steve McQueen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Steve McQueen is a, just a badass, and uh, it just it, it came to me. And then there's a poem on the. If you ever, ever if you have a chance, read the back of the bottle. There's this poem. There's two stanzas out of four on the night. back of the bottle about this rock and roll band, um, McQueen and the Violet Fog. I just think yeah, it's, yeah, it's yeah. just so cool. It's so. Well, cool. actually, I, I had a uh, had a little crew over last night. My friends are visiting. And I actually read, I read the first half of this out loud for everybody. Kind of forced them to listen to me. It was, um, it was inspiring. They I'll were send like, you the, I'll send you the other, the other two, so you get the full thing. This is, this is uh, two of the four. 
but no one in the world has a poem on the on a liquor bottle. But and again, it's my way of I want to be different. I don't want to be like anybody else. Mm -hmm. um, but the brand I rocks. Uh, speaking of of McQueen, have you done anything with Wiz? I've smoked a joint with Wiz. That's about it. I have oh, never. We got to get you hooked up with Wiz. I could see we'll you two doing this. something. Oh yeah. Oh, definitely one of my inspirations, man. The dude, uh, Christian OJ, one of my favorite mixtapes ever created. Uh, yeah. I mean, I end up on my shows with him, man. Let's let's get it. I would yeah, love I to do something. Love with Wiz. Wiz. Love Wiz. But you, uh, I'm glad you like McQueen. Uh, I'm glad uh, you had a chance to to attend Promised Land. Um, one day you got to check out Inside the House. It's insane. Yeah, insane, dude. Um, I want to say what well, that, that's the biggest, the biggest like house in Georgia or some shit. By like far, that. by far, it is insane. And I'm getting my own room. What? I appreciate y'all having me out there, man. Was, oh, it was fun. It was fun. We'll do it was, every year. Yeah. But gravy, I, I love talking to you. Um, I'm a I'm a big fan of your music because it's different. It sounds different than everybody else, and I just think that you win right there. Um, don't keep doing what you're doing. If I can help you at all in any way, please ask. Uh, but uh, uh, keep adding to your fan base, and and if you can get me, you can, you can get a lot more people than me out there. Let's get it, bro. Let's uh, we'll drop a liquor or something. Let's do Perfect. It. Have that. fun in Minnesota and and go Badgers. Let's beat uh, let's beat Notre Dame. This uh, I think it's today. Yeah. I think the game's Whatever today. They're playing. Fuck them. Yeah, I believe it. <laughs> I no Shout idea, the... but fuck them. Yeah, it'll happen. Let's All right, it, great. All Have right. a great weekend. Thanks, everybody. Much love. Hey, thanks, all y'all. Take Appreciate care. You.